As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Our Gospel reading this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke. We heard the first part of this story last week where Jesus returns to his hometown of Nazareth in the hills of Galilee and reads from the book of Isaiah, or actually the scroll of Isaiah, on the Sabbath day. He then rolled up the scroll and sat down to teach And that's when our passage begins. He then said to them, Today in your hearing, this scripture passage is fulfilled. All who were present spoke favorably of him. They marveled at the eloquence of the words on Jesus' lips. They said, Surely this isn't Mary and Joseph's son. Jesus said to them, Undoubtedly, you will quote me the proverb, physician, heal yourself. And you may say, do here in your own country the things we heard you did in Capernaum. But the truth is, prophets never gain acceptance in their hometowns. The truth is, there were many women who were widowed in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heavens remained closed for three and a half years, and a great famine spread over the land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but to a woman who had been widowed in Zarephath near Sidon. Recall, too, that many had leprosy in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one was cured except Naaman the Syrian. At these words, the whole audience in the synagogue was filled with indignation. They rose up and dragged Jesus out of town leading him to the brow of the hill on which the city was built with the intention of hurling him over the edge. But he moved straight through the crowd and walked away. Thus ends the reading. Well, my first full-time ministry position was to start a campus ministry at Bloomsburg University in Pennsylvania. Bloomsburg is a small town in the Susquehanna Valley, surrounded by hills and valleys that were settled by the many European immigrants who'd colonized the region centuries before. And I was an ecumenical Protestant chaplain, supported by six denominations. I held campus worship in the evenings, owing to the nocturnal habits of college students, 
So I was free on Sunday mornings, and I was frequently tapped to guest preach at some of the Lutheran, Methodist, Baptist, Presbyterian churches, little churches that were dotted all through the hamlets in the surrounding hills. And being young, in my late 20s, and idealistic, my sermons sometimes included calls for social justice or changes to align our lifestyles with the lived values of Jesus. I rarely got repeat invitations. Sometimes I was given cool, polite greetings as we left. Occasionally there were grumblings or dirty looks. Once or twice I'd wished I'd had a driver waiting with a motor running so they could whisk me away as I beat a hasty retreat. Still, no one seemed ready to throw me off a cliff like Jesus in today's reading. Last week, we had the prequel to this story. And Jesus is there in his familiar, the synagogue he probably went to growing up. And they got word of him being a rising star teacher or rabbi. They've heard about his exploits elsewhere. So on this Sabbath, Jesus reads the words of Isaiah's scroll for them. The Spirit has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then, apparently, Jesus' sermon was really short, at least the beginning of it. He began to say to them, today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Amen. End of story. Although he digressed a little bit in the part we read. Anointed me, Isaiah says. Jesus proclaims that he uniquely is anointed to do Isaiah's mission. And the implication being that all who follow him are also so anointed. This is Jesus' mission statement, his inaugural address, as we talked about last week. So the rest of the story this week, it seemed to start off okay. No worries about having a car with a motor running there. They were pretty pleased with him. All spoke well of him and were amazed at his gracious words that were coming from his mouth. They said, is this not Joseph and Mary's son? As if to say, isn't he amazing? One of our very own Nazareth boys. Joseph and Mary's kid, right? Who'd have thunk? And doesn't he know his Bible? Well, isn't that nice? Jesus is just getting warmed up, though. And after the warm reception, when Jesus starts to show off his new skills of preaching, things get dicey because he's not about to acquiesce to what they really wanted was to have him do a little of that magic stuff we heard about. And, you know, we'd like God to be sort of like a divine Santa Claus and give us whatever we want. You're going to be the one that helps us. Go ahead, show us. 
They've come for a show. And he can sense their expectations, kind of a lust for proof, an affirmation that they are special above all else. But he remains steadfast. There is no show, folks. Still, they want a magic Messiah. Now, he had read from Isaiah, and it says, the Spirit has anointed me. Most of us wouldn't notice it, but the word for anointing is Mashiach, Messiah. So that's an allusion to something that they're hoping will come. And there were a lot of people in his time that were hoping for a powerful God-sent leader, kind of a, a warrior that would come and oust the Romans. But instead, the kind of leader that God sent was one that would transform the world a different way. Jesus furthers their disappointment. He reminds them that just because they are God's chosen people, it doesn't automatically mean that things are going to go well. He points to the great prophet Elijah and his understudy, Elisha, and says while they were there bringing God's word, bad stuff still happened. Just because you're part of God's people doesn't mean bad stuff won't happen. They had been hoping that they were first in line for Isaiah's blessing of good news and healing and redemption and freedom and the implication is also in Isaiah for debt relief. But Jesus goes forward and puts his foot right in it by reminding him, them all that God's favor doesn't belong only to them. Sometimes God blesses other people. That foreign widow that Elijah blessed, just as blessed as you. Remember that one that got healed by Elisha, he tells them, that was a foreign general just as blessed as you. God sent help to foreigners, and to them, the foreigners were occupiers, conquerors. How would God bless them? Why did Jesus have to bring that up? To say that everyone everywhere belongs to God, even those people, this offends Jesus' Nazareth neighbor's sensibilities, and it turns the whole hometown crowd into an angry mob. Luke says, all the synagogue was filled with rage, in one translation. And in a rage, they grab him and rush him to that cliff. That's a dizzying height at the edge of the town of Nazareth. I've looked at pictures from different angles, and it's, it's serious business. And they have him there at the edge of the cliff in all our sacred history hung on that cliff in those moments. None of us ever might have heard of this Jesus person had their intentions been carried out, had not grace intervened there on that precipice, we would never have known. We don't know how 
But Jesus walked away. I sometimes imagine, did Mary stand up next to him? Did Joseph the carpenter stand up next to him? Maybe his brothers? Hard to say. Or did he just somehow have that presence? And they somehow realize that he had a higher calling. We don't know. Well, you might say that Jesus blew that debut. But Jesus didn't make a novice preacher's mistake here. Think about it. Luke, the gospel writer, places this story just after Jesus returns from the temptation in the desert. And there in the desert, if you think back to that story, he was presented with one of the temptations was playing to the crowd. He was tempted to offer a show, to promising a gospel of prosperity, as they call it now, to achieve rock star status. But instead, Jesus risks proclaiming divine compassion to all people. If only we could have that courage of conviction to risk offending people for what's fair. Maybe even risk getting in trouble. Not that everyone is called to be a prophet or to be exactly like Jesus, but we are called to challenge things that are unjust. We are called to urge faithful action even though only one was called to be the anointed one. We're all anointed to bless the world. Well, back, back to Bloomsburg University. The night after organizing an on-campus and in-town nuclear disarmament peace festival, Deborah and I, that's our son, not quite a year old, wearing the peace festival t-shirt that says Learn war no more. Well, apparently this offended the sensibilities of the local neo-Nazis. So we received a, a threatening phone call that night in our little cabin way out in the hills. And it made us remember that, yes, there are risks involved. Standing up. It was kind of scary, and despite all the marches and protests that Deborah and I have been in since, it's been a long time since I felt that at risk because of what my faith moves me to do or say. How about you? We teach our kids to stand up against bullies. Will we stand up against those who bully the oppressed, those who are vulnerable. As we begin Black History Month, will we step up to assert that history is history, even if it sometimes makes us uncomfortable, that some of our ancestors oppressed people? That's history. Or is free speech only free when it's happy talk, as some people seem to believe? Will we stand up? Will we be counted? Will we do the right thing? Will we risk standing up for, to those who claim absolute freedom 
and privilege for themselves at the expense of basic freedoms or fairness or safety or voting for all? Those are challenging questions. And we can hope and pray that we will find that same anointing of the Spirit that will give us the courage, the wisdom, and the community to transform the world as Jesus called people to. Like Jesus, may we live Isaiah's vision. Good news to the poor, release to the captives, that the oppressed may go free. May we live Jesus' courageous compassion in our thoughts and in our actions, in how we treat people personally, day to day, and how we treat issues like immigration or gun violence or climate or racial justice. These are part of living our faith. And when the moments come, may you and I feel the courageous compassion of Christ in our bones and know the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.